Welcome. This is Neil Grant, author of the book, Words of Wisdom from Christian Mentor, Practical, Real Life, and Holistic Advice for the Graduate Transitioning into Adulthood. The paperback is for sale on my website, newgradadvice.com. Also, both the ebook and the paperback book are available on Amazon and other book stores. My last podcast discussed the principles of time management with my strong advice to learn these early on in your career as it is extremely important to be a good time manager, both at home and at work. Today's podcast provides tips on how to make a presentation. I would guess that the vast majority of the people are really afraid of standing in front of many people and making a speech or presentation. If this is you, join the crowd and listen up. You are now part of a company and are on the path to a successful career and your boss just came to you and requested that you present your most recent work to an audience of potential clients as well as your own management. The pressure is now on. You hate getting up in front of an audience, especially when the senior management team is there. One of my first presentations had my boss in attendance and he alone made me the most concerned about this upcoming event. Needless to say, I was really nervous. I mean, really nervous. But with a lot of preparation work and time spent rehearsing in front of a mirror at home, I came through unscathed. And I might even say I did a good job. The following will help all of you who are hate public speaking to do this, as it is not as difficult as you make it out to be. As you progress in school or in your career, you will be called on to make presentations, and this can be some of the most stressful times for you, as many people are very anxious about public speaking of any sort. The purpose of this podcast is to give help and some guidelines so that you are well prepared when you step out onto that stage. The audience will want to hear from a relaxed, confident, and knowledgeable presenter. So, it is your job to meet these desires in order that your message will be heard and appreciated. There are many websites available with all sorts of advice, but I will provide my experience and thoughts and possibly some input from these sites. Let's start with the preparation stage. As expected, this is the most important part of making any presentation, and the more time you spend preparing, the better and more useful your presentation will be. The following are a series of items to take into account when preparing your talk. First, know your audience. You need to fully understand who's in the audience and their reason for being there. For example, if your talk is technically oriented, is the audience composed of technical people or mostly non-technical, such as management type people? If they are technical, then they want to be educated about the technical details of your topic. So, you need to immerse them with the details. If they are non-technical people, then basically they want an overview of the technical issue, and then a more high-level talk is warranted. Next, make certain you know the time frame you're allotted. No one in the audience wants to sit through an hour-long talk when they know you've been allotted 25 minutes on the agenda, especially when there are many other speakers presenting before the end of the day. Oh, and also, it's lunchtime and you're going an extra half hour. Give me a break. Know the purpose of your talk. While this may sound strange, it is important to know whether you are trying to inform them, convince them, or entertain them. 
and this will help you adjust the focus of your talk. Next, be sure you know your topic thoroughly. If this is a sermon in the church, you won't get questions. But otherwise, if not in church, you need to be ready for some level of interrogation about what you are presenting. You will never exude confidence if you are shaky about the details of the topic. Also, if you cannot properly respond to questions, you will readily lose your credibility and naturally your audience. Next, keep the presentation simple. While there may be several technical details presented, avoid straying from the subject with esoteric or non-related information. Next, practice, practice, practice. Many times my wife would see me practicing in front of the bathroom mirror at night before making my presentation. I generally memorize the information on every slide so that I could maintain eye contact with the audience and stay confident as I never had to or wanted to rely on reading from the screen behind me. Know your room. You need to be well aware of the size of the room, where you stand, how to work the projection system and the microphone, and how many people are expected to be there. This will help you guide you when you are building your slides. Also, there's nothing more annoying than having to watch the presenter fumble with the mic and slide advancing mechanism and not knowing how to work them. Do I tell a joke? Oh, this is a tough one. You want to keep the audience entertained, but I always worried if I had a joke to tell, if it would get a laugh or simply bomb. I knew where the joke would come in the presentation and became anxious as that slide approached. To me, the key to this question is who is in your audience? Are, are there Americans there or international people who won't understand American humor? Would the joke be funny for both sexes, the old and the young, or might it offend some people? If in doubt, don't tell it. My best laughs were from extemporaneous statements, which came up as the presentation proceeded, and I became more aware of how the audience was receiving me. Next, give special attention to the opening. You want to get everyone's attention right off the bat, and so your opening should be designed to catch the interest and make them want to pay attention to you. This could be done by introducing what's important information you're going to tell, and how is it important to them, or how can this help them? Here's a funny one. Stay warm. If I get cold, I may start to shiver, which can be mistaken for being excessively nervous, thus being less confident about what I'm presenting. I always made a habit of having a sweater handy in case the room was colder than I liked. Yep, that's a funny one, but it always proved useful for me. Now let's talk about the presentation itself. There's nothing that will turn the audience off more than a series of white slides, no pictures, no smart art, no color or diagram, and lot, just lots of written words closely resembling long paragraphs. The slide should be a pleasure to see. Here are a few thoughts. There are many templates available in PowerPoint to enhance the slides with colors, shapes, swirls, etc. to be used on the periphery of the slide to make it more visually appealing. Use color, but not in the lettering. Make the slides legible from the back of the room, now that you know how big the room is, so you can adjust the font size accordingly. I try to adhere to the 77 rule when, comp when composing each slide. 
No more than seven bullets per page. No more than seven words per bullet. It's very difficult for the audience to try to read an entire paragraph, which has been written in small font so you can get it all on one page. Also, it's so much more eye-appealing to have a concise and legible slide that can be easily followed by the audience while they're listening to you. Next, the purpose of the slide is to facilitate you giving a speech facing the audience, not to have you stand there reading it with your back to them. Use a few words in the slide, seven or less, primarily to remind you what you are going to say in a lot more than seven words. It is a memory aid, not a book to be read to the audience. This practice will allow you to have more eye contact with the audience and appear more relaxed and confident. Next, the more stage fright you have, the more prepared you need to be to overcome your nervousness. If you know you'll be nervous, plan not to hold the papers in a shaky hand and the pointer. Try to find a way so that that red dot on the screen is not jumping all over the place while you're talking. You can brace your arm against your body or leave it on the podium, but find a way not to have the audience following the pointer instead of your slide. As noted earlier, dress warmly as being cold will tend to make you shake, thus mistaking people for being nervous. Next, while most people will always stand behind the podium as a support mechanism, both mental and physical support, many like to roam around the stage to keep the audience engaged. Being well-prepared can help you feel comfortable enough to do this. Next, don't have various movements which distract the audience from focusing on your presentation, such as rocking back and forth as you speak. Don't have multiple pauses with ahs or oohs or, or, and other annoying noises. With proper presentation and preparation, you should be able to talk smoothly without these annoying habits. Next, do whatever you can to be relaxed. One of my colleagues always used to bring his cup of coffee with him on stage and taking periodic sips as he really came across as being confident and relaxed and ready to take on any questions. Next, you may expect all questions to come when you've completed your presentation and have completed your thought process. However, the majority of the time you will get a question when you're in the middle of a slide and you're on a roll. And now you have this interruption that you need to address. You can answer it right then, or if you know your next slide will address it, then let them know the answer is coming shortly. Like saying, uh, let me ask you to please hold that question because my next slide addresses that issue. And if I don't fully answer the question, please let me know. If you don't know the answer, tell the questioner you're not sure, and then you'll get back to him or her after the meeting. Don't try to fake it, as you will lose your audience. An alternative is to pick out one of your colleagues in the audience to answer if you think they can provide immediate help. Next, please speak slowly loud enough and distinctly. I used to start rushing my talk as it progressed and I had to catch myself to slow down to ensure people would not have trouble following me, especially if English was not their first language. It's truly annoying if you cannot understand what the presenter is saying. It simply becomes a waste of your time being there. Next, 
While you are speaking slowly, try not to talk in a drab, monotone voice, but let your passion flow out of you on the subject you're familiar with and change tones and speeds and voice inflections. Speaking softly in a monotone voice will assuredly put people to sleep. And lastly, learn to enjoy the moment. I look forward to presentations because I knew I would be prepared and I knew it could be a fun, enjoyable, entertaining, and informative talk. The closing. The purpose of this short segment is to solidify in the audience's mind the message you want to leave with them. Whatever you are trying to get across to them during the presentation, say it again in a summary fashion. Thank them for attending and offer further assistance. And finally, make yourself available afterwards so that anyone can approach you to let you know how they appreciated your presentation or ask you a question they chose not to ask earlier. Be gracious and friendly. So what's the takeaway message? Preparation is the key to any successful presentation and it will dramatically help you appear to be more confident and that will enhance how the audience receives and listens to what you have to say. Do whatever you can to appear relaxed and confident and to make it look like you are even enjoying making the presentation. This, pre this uh, podcast concludes my section on business, your business life. The next ones will move on into your spiritual life, and I truly hope you'll join me on those. Actually, I hope this has been very helpful to you all. This completes phase one, as I said, and my goal in writing the book and to provide podcasts is to pass on information and advice to facilitate growth in all aspects of the young person's life. And hopefully I've done that so far. The next series, as I said, is Making Christianity Meaningful is my next podcast. Well, that's all for now. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now and thanks for listening. And please visit my website, newgradadvice.com. Thanks again. Bye.